While doing some controlled burning on their family farm, Edward and Henry would accidentally create a bushfire that raged out of control. After local volunteer firefighters extinguished the blaze, Henry's body was found outside of the flame-stricken farm. He seemed to have died from heart attack or asphyxiation. The sources are mixed on this. This left Edward to live alone with his mother, who he loved very much. Their father had passed away some years before, and soon Edward would be left alone. Could Henry have been the first victim of one of the most notorious serial killers in the modern day? The story of Edward Gain has inspired many tales of fiction, including Norman Bates from the novel Psycho and film adaptation by Alfred Hitchcock, Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Buffalo Bill from The Silence of the Lambs. So who was Edward Gaines, and how did he become the most notorious serial killer, and who were his victims? To first look into the life of a serial killer, we should look into their family and childhood to see what made them into the monster they would become. Edward Gain was a second child of George and Augusta Gain. George was an alcoholic who could not hold down a job, and Augusta was a religious zealot who preached the Old Testament as unerring fact. She handpicked verses to teach her children a way of living as a religious misogynist. Her children would grow to hate other women and live as she preached to them. Her actions and teachings could very well have been the cause of Edward's descent into madness. After George Gaines sold his grocery store business and moved to the family farm in Plainfield, Wisconsin, Augusta took the move to her advantage and used the farm to further isolate her children from the outside world. She took this to such an extreme degree that in one case, she walked in on a man beating a dog to near death while a woman in the home tried to stop him. Augusta was horrified by the incident, not because the man was beating the dog, but because the woman was not the man's wife in some harlot. Augusta shunned the outside world, preferring to live in isolation on her farm. She believed that the outside world would corrupt her children and make them forget the intense religious teachings that she had instilled in them. According to her teachings, all women, save herself, were tools of the devil sent to tempt men away from the faith. This teaching kept Edward from forming any relationships outside of his immediate family, and when the last member of that family died, Edward's mental state deteriorated quickly. The religious teachings were very harmful, and after George died of heart failure related to his alcoholism, Augusta brought these teachings on in full. After the death of their father, every day Edward and his brother Henry would work odd jobs and support their family, and every night they would return to the farm for the religious teachings by their mother. Henry Gain was of a more sound mind than his brother and mother. After the death of their father, Henry began dating a divorced single mother and had intended to leave the farm to be with her. However, he feared how attached Edward was to their mother and spoke ill of Augusta when they were away from her. Edward responded negatively to this, and while burning some bush on their farmland, the fire raged out of control. While the official cause of death is asphyxiation, no investigation or autopsy of Henry's body was ever performed. This led many to suspect foul play by Edward, 
and Edward's first victim may very well have been his own brother, who spoke ill of their mother and tried to flee the farm that they all called home. This can never be confirmed, but is very likely. Shortly after Henry's death, Augusta suffered a stroke that would lead to Edward pledging that during her remaining days, his sole duty would be to care for her. And at the end of 1945, she would suffer a stroke and leave Edward alone and devastated. Without his mother around him, Edward quickly began to lose his sanity and in short time would become notorious around the world as one of the most depraved people to commit crimes against women. With Augusta gone and no one around to love him, Edward began trying to step into his mother's skin, literally. This would lead him to murder and grave robbing in an attempt to make a suit from women's skin and other trophies, such as masks, furniture covers, and belts made from nipples sewn together, and many more horrific displays. As notorious as he was, Edward only had two confirmed kills. His first was Mary Hogan, a tavern owner who went missing, but the investigation went cold. The second murder was of Bernice Warden. Bernice was the owner of a hardware store in Plainsfield, and her son was the deputy sheriff, Frank Warden. Frank Warden led the investigation, which found that Edward was the last customer to see Bernice before she was killed. Frank had Edward arrested and searched his farm for Bernice. When investigators entered the Gain farm, the decapitated body of Bernice was discovered splayed out like a deer that had been killed and prepared for the butcher. Edward was attempting to become his mother. To do this, he needed to crawl into the skin of women he thought looked like his mother. So although he only had two confirmed kills, he was suspected of many more and grave robbing and stealing corpses of at least nine people. It wasn't his murders that made Edward one of the most infamous serial killers in history. It was his acts with the deceased, making clothes and furniture covers from victim's skin, eating their muscles, and saving trophies to remember each and every victim by made Edward Gaines' story a real-life horror show that would be adapted to books and films for years to come, allowing him to live on in infamy. Just wing it. wing. Mm. All right, well, we just heard a lovely synopsis from, um, from Kyle. Uh, about the life and times of Ed Gain, which is very cool. So I want to take a second to introduce ourselves. This is Kyle, and Hello. I'm Lauren, and this is Murdering Myers-Briggs. So, Kyle, what do you think of Ed Gain? Uh, I think he was a messed up guy. Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the, the most surprising thing for probably the most notorious serial killer was that he only has two confirmed kills. That's true. Which, would, would, that's the one thing that surprised me the most. Yeah. I thought he would have tons. No, but, see, it's it's about how you do it. It's yeah. not about how many. It's, it's about yep. quality over quantity. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, how sick and twisted can you be? Well, he, he could be very. <laughs> Evidently. So, yeah. like, some of the things you didn't talk about too much were um, were all the, like, gross things that he did with the corpses like he went into it a little bit but like yeah 
I have, I didn't want to go too deep into the it just in his life. Mm-hmm. We I figured we could get to that later. Yeah, I mean it doesn't really play too much into his into his personality type. I was able to type him pretty quickly. He's a really interesting guy. Oh yeah. It's very interesting. So do we want to talk about him some more or do we want to type him? I'm really excited about his type. Yeah, we can go to typing him. So this is actually like really cool. Is it's not that cool, but like so this is my father's personality type as well, which I'll just, you know, That's put here creepy. for the record. <laughs> so I'm not not being mean to any personality type. My father is actually this personality type. Um, so after listening to Ed Gaines' life and times and the things that he did and how he made his decisions, I have decided that he is, in fact, an ISTP. Now, that would be an introverted, sensory, sensing, thinking, perceiving personality type. And here's why. So you talked about a little bit how he would help the different women in the area, like with their house chores and like fixing things and doing things. So this personality type is extremely good with tools. Um, He was obviously his, his last victim. He met her at the hardware store. So, you know, it was definitely a, definitely a theme in his life. We could just say that Ed Gain was quite good with his hands. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everybody's getting real freaked out. (laughs) Um, I definitely would say that he's an introvert. (laughs) Yeah, definitely didn't like to leave the farm. He didn't like to leave the farm. He lived alone for 12 years by himself on the family farm. So you'd have to be an introvert. Um, I don't know how you'd survive it any other way. I definitely think think he is that sensory personality type because of how obedient he was. I don't think he was a free thinker. I definitely don't think he was an intuitive. I think if he had been, he would have stepped out into the world and been like, ooh, maybe mom's nuts. (laughs) Maybe maybe mom's a little crazy. Um, But he didn't. He was very, you know what? Mom says... Women are scary and evil and trying to, you know, ruin everything. And I believe her wholeheartedly, you know. All of them except for her. <laughs> All of them except for her. She is 100% awesome and 100% telling the truth. So there's that. So also, you know, he was a hard worker. Good things. Good qualities about this personality type. Very hard worker. Good babysitter. Uh, good babysitter. He only had a seventh grade education. So you know, he wasn't too concerned about, you know, furthering that. Um, after he was captured, he actually captured. He was, you know, arrested and, you know, started serving time. He was a model uh, mental health or, or mental hospital patient. He was very good, very obedient, quiet, followed orders. So definitely goes along with this personality type quite well. You know, there's no free thinking there. He's very good. Um, so that's my type of him. Now, his first victim. I actually really like Henry Gain. Yeah, he, he seemed like a great guy. He seemed like a, a, a good guy, especially coming from this situation. Yeah. I felt for I felt for Henry Gain. I actually saw a little of myself in him and was a little sad. Um, I actually think that he... Um, I think he was definitely an intuitive. I think that's actually what got him killed. 
I think the fact that he was able to step out into the world and look around and go, yikes, mom might be crazy. <laughs> Maybe a little. Um, <laughs> I think that's actually what got him killed. I think that it was his intuitive nature not only to see that, maybe mom's nuts, but also to be like, hey, Ed's a little too attached here. He's just a little too attached to mom and it's a little weird. And I think he tried to like talk to his brother, obviously, and be like, hey, Ed, there's a big world out there. You want to go see a little of it? <laughs> and Ed was having none of that at all. So the type that I gave... Henry Gain was actually an INFP for a couple of reasons. I actually think that he was a feeler. That was the feeling that I got. Um, <laughs> I think he was a feeler because you got to figure, like, if you look at the times of, like, when he was, um, like, how old he was when he was actually dating somebody and moving on with his life, he was fairly old. I think he was almost in his 40s. Yeah. So I think that he, the reason it took him so long to get to that point is I think he really did care about his mother, brother, and father. And I think that he really did stick around and like, even though he knew things were like a little weird at the farm, he was like, well, I can, I, it's my responsibility to take care of these people. They're my family. Um, I think it took him a little while to get to, I think he was also a perceiver. So, you know, it takes him a little while to get anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying, Kyle? Vaguely. Vaguely. <laughs> I might have braced people out there. I'll know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think he was also an introvert as well, though. I think he definitely, he could he could deal with all the alone time. Yeah, I mean, he spent most of his life on the farm. Right. So he definitely didn't get out there as much. Right. He definitely wasn't running for the doors, but he was meandering yeah. Yeah. towards them. Yep. Your thoughts? Um, yeah, they sound great. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know it. Oh, I know almost nothing about personality types. So that's okay. You're gonna learn lots, yeah. lots. Oh yeah, doing this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that like between these two personality types, it must have been really interesting the two of them dealing with each other. Like especially in those last moments, you can just imagine like Harry just like kind of talking to his brother, like, "Hey, like, mom's crazy. We need so, to go. Mom's effing nuts." And like, I've, I have a girlfriend now and she's really nice and she's got some kids and I'd really like to move on with my life. So a couple of days I'm going to be heading out. And Ed was just like, mm -mm. nope, I don't think so, sir. That's not how we play games around here. Mom is, mom knows all. And it would have been really interesting to see the two of them dealing with one another. Cause like, even though like, I really like Harry game, um, growing up like this, he definitely, I feel like, I feel like the conflict resolution skills just weren't quite there. Yeah. You, you're never going to be quite right in that growing up in that household. Yeah. Like I think, and I think that was a big piece of it. Um, coming full circle, my father has this personality type. He is, he has not killed anyone or worn their skin or anything. So that we know of. And we know of. So, you know, there's that. I'm not saying anything bad about this personality type. I think every personality type has its serial killer. I think we'll, <laughs> we'll discover we'll, we'll find, that. Yeah, we'll, we'll find one for each, for sure. <laughs> Everyone will be able to go, your serial killer is, but if you're an ISTP, your serial killer is Ed Game. That's you. <laughs> if you were going to be a serial killer, 
it was going to be Endgame. So think about that, you ISTPs out there. <laughs> <laughs> Your thoughts, Kyle? Yeah? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, can we, can we defend my serial killer? <laughs> yes. We actually have to type you. We haven't typed you yet. You got to take the test. I did. You did? Yeah. Oh, my God, Kyle. Let me see. What are I gotta you? Go find, I got to go find the website. INTP. You're an INTP? That's what that's what the test said. Kyle. Okay, you're not an I, ISTP. You're almost. This is almost person. Yeah. You're intuitive, though. Yeah. You're intuitive. You would have looked at mom and been like, this woman might be a little nutso. You would have been You would have been Harry. Oh, yeah. That would have been great. You literally would have been Harry. You would have been Ed Gaines' first victim. So you also found your victim. Everybody will find their serial killer and they'll find their victim. That's good. I, I, I like my victim. You like your victim? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I was I was for for Harry Game. I liked him. Thought he was a good guy. It takes a lot to grow up in that, and you yeah, know, and come, come out, out the other relatively side. Relatively sane. Relatively sane. Had a girlfriend. You know, yeah. was going to be a stepdad. Wanted to be a stepdad. Yeah. So that's pretty honorable. Look at you, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Look at you. I don't know how you want to bring this to a close. If you would like to, you know, discuss some more Ed Gain facts, we should we should do fun facts at the end. Yeah, like fun facts about Ed Gain. Like fun fact number one, he made a lampshade out of human skin. Yeah. And there was the nipple belt. That was yeah, pretty that gross. Was that was really gross. Yeah. Jenny got really uncomfortable when the when we discussed that. Yeah. And the wear in the women's faces, that was also a little weird. He's got and a lot of whole, fun facts. The whole bodysuit. The whole bodysuit. Um, he yeah. had the chest piece. Yeah. That was super weird. Yep. Um, he might have had an accomplice. I didn't know robbery. that. There is absolutely zero information on his accomplice. He didn't have it for the two murders that he was confirmed, mm -hmm. but he, there was almost definitely somebody helping him rob graves. There is zero information on that person though, so Ed, I can't confirm it. Ed Gain had a BFF. Yeah. Good God, there was another. There was another grave robber out there. That's really interesting. Yeah. He was probably like a medical student who was like, "This guy's really weird, but he helps me dig these things up." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's your fun fact. That's my fun fact. Okay. All right. Well, check back next week for uh, another episode of Murdering Myers Briggs. Learn about your uh, your serial killer, your your serial killer, and your victim. It's gonna be great. All right. Yep. Very fun. All right, so this is my favorite part of the podcast. Uh, me personally, <laughs> this is the part where we connect our um, our serial killer slash murderer to a uh, well, our story to a bottle of wine. So we hope that you drink 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 some of this wine as you listen to this podcast. This is our first. This is our first one. So this is very. We're just feeling our way through this podcast. It's going to yeah. be great. So. For Mr. Ed Gain, we have, we selected Pessimist as our wine selection. Now, this is Pessimist by uh, Dow. It is uh, a 2018 red blend um, from Dow Vineyards in Paso Groves, California. Um, and it's little, it's got a little tagline on here. And it says, a pessimist is never disappointed. And I think that's perfect for this podcast, you know? Yeah. 
Endgame yeah. was never disappointed. I mean, he, he was always happy with everything he did. He was very happy, very happy with everything that he did. Never disappointed. He was, he was definitely, he definitely looked at the dark side of life, you know, but he yeah. was never disappointed. Like when he was in the mental hospital, that, perfect, he was, perfect patient, perfect patient, perfect patient yeah. in the asylum. Because I mean, when you're at gain, life can only go up. <laughs> <laughs> life can only get better. <laughs> When, when you've got a mother like Ed Gaines was, when you've got a mother like Augusta, yeah. When you've got a mother like Augusta, life can only get better. <laughs> All right, so let's do a little nose on this. What are your thoughts? What what sense are you getting? I don't get much scent, honestly. A little earthiness to it. Yeah. But that's really it's really all I'm getting from it. I don't have a very good nose though. I smell a little bit, a little bit of sweetness, but yeah, I can't, there's nothing I can really pick out. We're going to get better at this. This is going to be great. <laughs> All right. A little taste on it. Very dry, That's which right. I'm not usually a big fan of, mm -hmm. but it has some like sweeter, like aftertaste. Yeah. So. I can get behind it. You can get behind it? It's definitely, it's, Pessimist was a good name for it. Yeah. You know, it's dry in that first, you know, that first taste is very dry. But then, you know, it's got a sweet aftertaste because, you know, kind of like Ed Gaines' life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> sweet afterlife. <laughs> it starts off really bad. <laughs> the, the, the world is sweeter now that he's in the afterlife? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I probably shouldn't have poured a third of the bottle for myself. Probably not. Probably not. I don't know if I could drink a whole bottle. I, I We'll probably get through the glass. I don't know. What do you think? Are we rating this out of 10? I mean, we can. So, so what do you – I mean, you drink lots of things. Mine is not your – Number one? It's, it's not really my number one. Normally, I'm whiskey and scotch. Okay. Are my go-tos. So you have a little bit of a different taste. I like a sweet wine. I'm usually I'm usually not a red wine person. I I this is a red blend. I've had a couple really good red blends though, and this isn't bad. I think if you like, I think if you were a red wine mm -hmm. person, you would definitely enjoy this. Yeah. If if you like dry wines, this is perfect for you. Yeah. It wasn't too expensive either. I think it was like eighteen dollars. It's two thousand eighteen. You know, I don't know. And a pessimist is never disappointed. I mean, I think I bought it for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's beautiful artwork. We have this purple background with this mm -hmm. sad tree. I mean, it's. I think. I think it's branded quite nicely. Yeah, I mean that. That's usually how I buy. <laughs> how I buy things. I buy on impulse based on the artwork on the bottle. It was. It was that. What was that? What was that brand that they had where you, you point your phone at it and it shows that the picture moves around? What uh, is that? 20, 21 crimes? It's 19, or 19 criminals or something there like that? There is 19 criminals. We might have to, they, you know, we might have to choose one, That'd of, be good. one, of, our, That'd be one good. of our wines. I wonder if we could pair a criminal and then drink their wine. Probably could. We probably could. We'll definitely be do cool. that moving forward. We gotta, we'll have to do at least one of those. Maybe yeah. we'll do the whole set. Are they all red wines? I think so. We can get a red wine I don't drinker. know. Add a red wine drinker to this podcast. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if I'm going to be able to finish a whole glass. <laughs> I will. I'll definitely finish my glass. 
It's it's like teetering on the edge of like too dry for me, but it's yeah, it's right there where I, I'll be able to drink it. That's like fifteen percent, so understandable. It's a little dry. Yeah, a little dry. All right, rating out of ten. A solid seven. A solid seven? Yeah, actually, I actually like it. Okay, I think it's I'm, pretty good. It's really growing on you. I can see this. Just yeah, it's really growing on you. This is good. Every, good. every sip is a little better. Okay. Just like it gains life. Oh god, life of a pessimist. I don't really see, I don't... Every sip's a little better because, after all, when you when you figure it's just all going downhill, anything good happens. <laughs> Pessimist is never disappointed. That's gonna be my new thing. Uh huh. Why are you a pessimist? So I'm never disappointed. Sounds yeah. like my parents actually. <laughs> Like no one I know can ever listen to this podcast. <laughs> but they're going to. At some they're gonna point, hear they're gonna hear we have point, a podcast. Someone's gonna and be like they're gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. Yeah. This is murdering Myers Briggs. I'm liking it. Yeah. You know, we got it's got three components. You know, we got a murder, we got some Myers Briggs, and then you know we got a wine. It can't it can only get better from here. Yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just made the worst face when you drank it. <laughs> I think my rating, I, I, I'm gonna give it a four. Coming from someone who is not a dry wine person and is also not typically a red wine person, so I'll give it a four. But you can't take you can't take my rating too seriously. If you like red wine and you like dry wine, you're gonna like what I don't like. So, all right. Yeah. Good. Anything one, to add? One of these days, we're going to try whiskey on here. <laughs> we'll have to do a whiskey. And we will do some, yeah. Yeah. How, some, did, how did it go last time you tried whiskey? Oh, it was terrible. It was like <laughs> uh, drinking a cleaning product. That was a uh, thing that was Glenfiddich 12 year I had that I gave you. <laughs> you it was absolutely wild. hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I did try it twice. I tried it neat and then I tried it on ice. Mm hmm. And um, they were both pretty terrible. You know. You just get an acquired taste. Ah. Yeah. So is Lysol. <laughs> so is this wine. This wine is an acquired taste. <laughs> okay. I think I'm getting it pretty quick. I think I think you are. You've drank half a large glass of it. So we're good. We got the rest of the bottle here. So we'll mm -hmm. to see what Jenny thinks of it. She's not going to like it at all. No. <laughs> All right, murdering Myers Briggs, episode one. Ed Gain, the pessimist. Got it. Got him. <laughs> <laughs>